0: On Spotify, on Apple Podcast,
1: on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans, talking
0: everything Southampton,
1: welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Saints Prime Podcast, hope you're well, I hope you're good after the Everton win, so make sure you stick around just after a quick word from our sponsors.
2: Oh, what a win that was, Everton, oh rubbish. Harry, do you know how we should celebrate this dub? I've got absolutely no idea. Mate, we should celebrate it with free beer from beer52.com.
1: All you need to do is go to beer52 forward slash saints and cover the £5.99 for the postage and you've got your first case of eight globally sourced, freshest can be craft beers delivered straight to your doorstep. you can be sipping eight
3: totally different craft beers sourced and curated by the good folks at Beer 52. Also, they'll drop it right at your door so you did not even have to get out the house if you're looking to stock up on beer. Now's your chance.
2: They're now the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month they send out a case of craft beer from a different parts of the world. Recent cases have included beer from the Alps, New Zealand, USA, Ireland, Korea and even Germany.
0: If you do change your mind, you can pause or cancel your account at any time you like.
1: Also, by using our link, you'll be helping support the podcast and allow us to continue and improve the show. So just go to beer52.com forward slash saints to get your first case of eight beers for five ninety five. That's beer52.com forward slash saints. So thank you very much to Beer52 for sponsoring us. So let's check in with the rest of the gang, see how they're doing. Harry, up in Derbyshire, how are you doing, my friend?
3: I'm doing well. It's been a it's been a lovely week down in Derbyshire, tipped off by a fantastic win.
1: Of course, all to come up, all to come up. Mikey in Southampton, how are you doing, my friend?
3: I'm not too bad, mate. How are you
0: doing? Yeah, I'm, good. No one asked
1: I'm good. Me that. good. Good. No, well, you you asked me last time, and I was very appreciative of that. No, I oh, it was, last time. I
0: asked last it time.
3: was me. It was, it was all me. Cool. Yeah, it
2: so- it someone me. else did. I didn't. Mark didn't care last week.
1: I cared last week. okay. Well there you go. And Jamie in London, how's the it going? Your favourite
2: podcast host, Um good thanks, man.
1: How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Like, <laughs> like
2: no one ever asked, asked right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Okay. Well everyone's been really nice tonight. Um so yeah, apart yeah. from in Southampton in Europa, uh, how else are we feeling about the game?
2: Oh, honestly, I was so gassed. Uh, I, I I don't know. I can't talk. I'm too excited about the game. Too I've had a tizzard time. before. I start mumbling. Yeah.
1: So Tiz, what were you doing? Were you watching the game at the sports bar down in some cordials? What were you up to? <laughs>
3: I wasn't downloading any cordials. I was actually having some very nice 70p uh, Sainsbury's fake Maryland cookies. And to be honest with you, they're better <laughs> than the normal ones. Oh, that's back, quite a go statement. Back to... <laughs> yeah, I know. should saved it for the unforgivable. I'd argue it's... you
1: can get normal Marylands for cheaper than that. But I think you're saying like the quiz. Some... Not even on pumped. Half Forest, they're cheaper. Yeah, but
3: if these ones anyway, are off thirty five. No, I, 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 will, I will, will die on this me. hill and I will fight on it. I reckon <laughs> the main Merrylands
1: s- are better than the Sainsbury's <laughs> ones. I know we're off-topic. I, I know we're a, a Saints podcast, well, but I will mate, I, die on this hill. That at at main said t- Christmas
3: like, when we all see each other. I'll bring some okay. of both in. I'm not can, seeing it at Christmas. During well, we'll the Christmas podcast,
0: we'll have a taste test. You can buy your Sainsbury's one, or you can buy the Maryland ones, and we can have that. That can be part of the quiz. All right, I'll write it then. Okay. Yeah. yeah Right okay. Quiz and Maryland cookies
1: right. That's a great football. show. <laughs> okay. Yes okay <laughs> That's a great so, show. He distracted me with Maryland so, uh, what, so what were you doing Apart from eating some b biscuits I was I was upstairs
3: With a couple of my mates Watching the football One was a Norwich fans. One, <laughs> <Wednesday. laughs> one was a Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> One was a Norwich fan one was a Sheffield Wednesday fan So they wanted to see Some good football So I I switched on the Saints game And there we are
1: Fair play It was a pretty good game To be fair Just Mikey Just
2: you it's friends <laughs> Brilliant <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was watching the football downstairs um, on Sky because you didn't have to pay an extra fifteen quid for it, so that, right. that was why I'm Fourteen
3: ninety five.
0: Okay, sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> Did anyone see important? the um,
2: the banner on the sides of the football saying about how half the streaming services hacks uh, the um, advertising how st- um, illegal football streaming services are hacking your computers? So nah, mate, I'm not paying
1: didn't say I did I see that on Twitter oh, oh, no. no, I didn't. No, I was did like no. no, too like busy boards. watching the
2: football instead of the advertising. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. I didn't watch that. Uh, Mikey, it then.
1: <laughs> Go on then, Jamie. Let's move yes. on. What were you doing then? Were you watching it on a... Oh, I, see, I don't a... need to
2: lie like Harry. I watched it by myself in my room. Oh, okay. Yeah, How was the United um, yesterday,
1: Jamie, as well? I just want to know. I've not <laughs> seen I, I'm
2: annoyed about that. I watched that. And I went to watch it with my Have friend Edwin. But he fell asleep halfway through. So I just sat there by myself. Hmm.
3: Well, Nathan, no, he you're there, me. but you're just the only one awake. Right, come
2: on. What is right, what this own? This <laughs> only, this Wait, only was so
0: off is topic. Harry? Come on, let's, let's just get I quite enjoyed it. I like it about
1: Marylands. Um I just watched it in the house as well, to be fair. Um, as it wasn't on box office. So you could just watch it on Sky. It's all good. Good game to watch, really. Uh, but yeah, okay. So we talked about how we watched it. What was our impressions after the final whistle went?
3: which you're talking about the attack the defense overall the league table the Europa League push mm. which ones you want to start with <laughs> Whatever there's, you so prefer. Mu- there's so Whatever much there's so much to talk about of course there is right we'll start off in the attacking sense mm-hmm. then you know Adams Ings Ings not just a goal scorer two assists no. fantastic well say a good finish by Adams but slightly deflected and a great little one-two play between Ings and ward and ward just fires it in the corner yeah for a second goal against Everton in three games, like, I believe. For the, for the build-up of that goal, we didn't see it. Because, know, we did, because
0: cause you had the Romeo shot that was like two minutes before I, that I playing, and yeah. all of a sudden
1: you cut back from the highlights and all Prowse is running to the wrong goal. And thinking, yeah. how the hell is this? Did, they, did anyone see it after the game or anything? Did they actually show what was going on? Because I, I didn't see anything from I think,
0: that. I think a throw was Yeah, it was, was, yeah. mm. was so nice. Prowse and Ingsy.
3: Oh, Walprouse oh. flicked it over one man played into Ings who just stabbed it through the legs of a defender Walprouse got it with his right foot and smacked it across mm. goal and Pickford didn't have a chance oh. did not have a chance I,
1: I, Danny Ings is just like he's a, the touch of class that we have in our side and I think he is probably like one of I was talking to one of my flatmates about it and we were saying that when we pushed up for six that um, we had a lot of players in our side that were too good for the, like too good almost does that make sense mm. like you kind of knew they were going to go on but Danny Ings has that feeling that he's almost a step above the rest, and we still don't have that feeling that he is going to go. Such a lovely mm. feeling—the fact that we know we have someone that just has that class. Like he's got an amazing touch on there; he can pick a pass, and obviously we we know he can finish. And now he's putting assists into his game as well. Like we can tell that he's just that little class above to the rest of the side, and we're not afraid of him going. It's uh, you know, it's something that we should really appreciate. Like in this moment, wouldn't you agree? Mm. I, not
0: well, just I in the side, I think that's,
3: he's... That's, go. Gone then. No, no, no
1: aren't
3: <laughs> i say, it's not just in our side. Like, he's easily one of the top 10 level players in the league over the past season and yeah. in a few games. What he contributes to us, what he contributes to the league in general, 22 goals, probably top three in terms of strikers. I can't think of better players. We saw from Calvert-Lewin today, he doesn't <laughs> feed off of scraps. Ings can feed off of scraps and that's how he gets his goals, but he also is part of the interplay, playing other players in as well. He's not just a sorry, He's not just a goal scorer, he can provide as well, and that's something that's really good to see. And when you get someone like Che Adams now, who, who does the reverse now, he's not just the provider to Ings, Ings can provide to him, and he can finish off, what, one of his two or three shots in the game? He'll get that every game. He won't score every game, but he'll get those many chances, and every other game he might pop one in. Yeah, Mike, Yeah.
0: I think that's what the rest of the league just thinks that Danny Ings is just like six-yard box poacher. That's what mm-hmm. you see a lot of his goals is. But he is like involved with the entirety of how we play on the ball, off the ball. He makes unselfish runs. He gets himself in great positions. He had eighteen passes into the final third, two key passes, and two assists this game. Wow! Like he awesome. was. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was thanks, Marching. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He. He. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, he's so involved with how we play in the attacking sense and the defending sense that he is so he, he's just so important and that's what the rest of the it feels like the rest of the league don't get that in the fact that he's not just that 6 yard poacher player yeah. that he was at burnley he is involved in everything that we do
1: definitely and uh, to put that in perspective you're talking about 18 key passes from Danny Ings Calvert-Lewin had 12 touches in total in the whole game today cool. it just yeah. showed, like that just shows you the complete difference that you have Jamie, you're and making a...
2: We've got the greatest centre-back in Europe. That's a... <laughs> if, if we'll, get, curious,
1: we'll get on that in a minute. <laughs>
2: yeah. It shows how much a, a more complete player Danny Ings is than Calvert-Lewin. How Gareth Southgate should be playing Danny Ings over him. That's just... It's proven today. Because um, Calvert-Lewin, literally, like like you said, Mikey, he can't feel the scraps. He's just relying on other people where Danny Ings can do... He can build goals. He can create them. It shows such a better striker he is. I'm fully back my
3: I can't, chest. I can't, can't believe Mikey's taking the credit for such a beautiful analytical statement.
2: What well, was um, me? Of, it for me? <laughs> May not be his original no. source,
3: but he did say it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, it's, we sort of seen. I think I saw on the the football panel somewhere that this style that Ralph's implemented. I think in 99 games, Paulson and Werner got 61 or 68 goal contributions, so it's goal slash assists, and then. 61 or maybe 68 games Ings and Adams have got 45 so they're sort of firing on the same, same level if not quicker I know maybe the Premier League is an upgrade to the Bundesliga but then Paulson and Verne you could debate a high quality pairing sort of worldwide knowledge worth that Ings and Adams we think they're better or at least <laughs> near their level but um, one thing is that a lot of teams in this league they struggle to score goals on a consistent basis. And it's another game that we've scored at least two goals. How important do you think that could be if you know we are going to push for the top 10?
1: Good question. I think we need to try and keep players fit because I, I know although Dannings has done really well for a while, this probably will be the most testing season in terms of fitness for, for teams. Like I know the fact that we almost had five substitutions in the league to talk about, you know, to try and get players through. And then I know it didn't eventually get passed, but the fact that it was even considered just shows how how tight they were going to try and congest this league. So uh, I think to me, it really matters on fitness because I think as long as we do have Danny Ings, there will be goals. Um, it's really important that Che has a, includes his contribution as well because he's starting to do that now, which is, I think, uh, Really great for the side and we've got people waiting in the wings as well. I mean, we've got uh, Nalundalu who made a feature today, which we'll probably cover a little bit later. Um, Obafemi Femi's still around about. We know he can get a couple poachers goals and Shane uh, Long can always be a, a notable backup as well at some point as well. So, you know, there, there is plenty of uh, competition there as well. Would
3: you would you be concerned for Obafemi? Not not so much Shane Nong, because I think he sort of knows his role as a player in the dressing room now. He might have progressed more so that. But would you hmm. be a bit concerned for Obafemi? Because unless there's an injury, there's no chance that either Che or Ings are going to come out. Because both of them, A, work so good together, but B, Che actually getting the goals or getting the assists. So there's physical proof. Or sorry, on paper, there's now proof of him staying in the team rather than just, he's a hard worker, he's good at this, he's good at that. There's actual proof that he gets goals and he can get assists.
1: Um, oh, oh. Go on, Jamie!
2: As I was no say, I was saying, for, uh, Michael I wouldn't be too worried because with this new B team that Ralph's implemented, he's still getting game time. He's still playing, and Ralph is watching these. So well, with mm. Michael, he's not missing a chance to show Ralph what he's about. As he still has opportunities to impress him.
1: And, yes, it's I mean, I mean, the yes, as think... well as like no striker is going to be disappointed. The team are winning. Like he's still mm. in the club. He's still in the training. Mm. He still feels that that excitement and if the players are stepping up their game and getting their goals it's only going to push him further in training as well so it's not it yeah you know he kind of knows as a striker if the two in front of him are doing well like there's not going to be he's not going to go into that side straight away he just knows that he's just got to keep on working for when his opportunity does work up so you know that could be could that could be fa cup when it comes around i know he's involved in you know some of the cup games last year and we don't want to. He's he's not going to wish an injury on anyone. But if one does come in and things need to be rotated, then he's probably one of the first ones that will come in as well. So, you know, uh, I think he he'll be waiting for his chance, and I hope he he does he will be ready for when it comes. Yeah. Um, Should I'd, we move from uh, defense talking...
3: to attack, or oh, sorry, attack to defense? Because cool. we defense, sort of yeah. we've gone through that. Uh, hmm. The back four—they look pretty stable now. Yannick Vestergaard—I doubt it. I don't want to jinx it because I <laughs> jinx a lot of things. But I don't. Mikey said he's going to come through. He's going to do well. And now against a quite a fast—I I say fast attacker team. I worry about Are the only real paceman, but. It's a clean sheet against a team that were free scoring. They beat Tottenham, scored five About against in. West Brom, which probably yeah is isn't that hard. But yeah, top of the league, Cameron, <laughs> and the most informed striker in the league gets yeah. twelve touches. And I sort of I sort of jovially said to one of my mates before the game, Yannick, uh, Yannick Veskard will pocket him because if we if we mute the supply lines, what we sort of said in the last podcast, he's not going to get a touch because he can't survive off of scraps. We stopped Calvert- not Calvert- We stop Rodriguez, and we stopped Sigurdsson from actually playing the ball into him. The only chances they really got were from set pieces, but then it's quite easy to, I say easy. It's easier to mark someone out the game from a set piece because it's easier to track them. Yeah. How important do you think our defence, or how much do you think it's evolved? But also. How, could, how important could that be for the Europa League push, the, the fact that we've already got three clean sheets, although well, only times we've conceded over three are against Chelsea and Tottenham, who debatably have the top four most potent attacks in the league. So that's going to happen to a lot of teams anyway.
0: Mm. I, 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 was, I was so impressed. I was so mm. impressed with how we defended today. The only, the only slip-up that Vestergaard had was when he held onto the ball for that little bit too long and he got pressed. And Benarek was there to sweep up. Benarek made a mistake within the first five minutes and then he recovered it. I thought Walk peters and Bertrand were solid. They weren't as attacking as usual. We seemed to have sat back a little bit more um, <laughs> with our fullbacks. We weren't as um, bombing them on as it felt like we were at the start of the season. But I was so impressed with them. With the um, two in front, Romay or wal I thought they were excellent. I, I put wal Prouse as my man of the match. Um, for today's game because I just thought yeah. he was solid throughout he he ran his socks off he cut out balls he was there to intercept and really block any sort of creativity the Everton midfielder they subbed two of their midfielders off that's how mm. like that's how little they created it was Sigurdsson and uh, Decore both got subbed off it it, it we were just such a solid defensive unit today. The only thing that I remember McCarthy having to do is watch the ball hit the crossbar as Sigurdsson, um, Sigurdsson smacked that one.
3: In yeah, the first Save, ten saved a free <laughs> kick from Rodriguez as well, which I was petrified yeah, for. straight hmm. Yeah, yeah it
0: was, But, uh, it was, but he, he still had to handle it. John Pickford yeah. didn't handle it when <laughs> when someone kicked at <laughs> him. He dropped it before because Underloo yeah. nearly got on the end of it in the last couple of minutes when he hit it. So. <laughs>
1: But no, I think I'll, collectively as a as a performance, like I can't really think of much where every single player did as well as they did today. No, you know, you think mm. of some of the games we're thinking under Ralph's tenure, you think like the Leicester Retribution game. We had like, everyone had a good game, but you know, we needed Danny Ings to finish it off to get to get the goals and stuff like that. Whereas I think today everyone was an eight, a nine, or a ten. Like everyone did just play brilliantly. One thing that really struck me as well. The confidence playing out the back against the most informed team in the league really hit me. I thought that looked, we looked really comfortable. I know uh, people were sort of sniggering at the fact that um, Ralph brought in because he can play on the ball. His his balls cutting through the lines like he could play it straight up to some of the strikers when they're dropping in between the midfield and the strike line. I thought we're so great into getting that the speed of the attack back up again. I mean, you've got. Uh, Romeo dropping into those holes playing those triangles pl- like playing really confident on the ball. Um you can just see like there there's confidence oozing through that side. Just the little chips out to the wing backs and stuff like that is just football we wouldn't <clears throat> we wouldn't normally see and that's just because you know they're playing with confidence and I really hope it does continue and um it's it's things that we haven't really seen that playing out the back at St Mary's because a lot of fa- our fans do get apprehensive when we start playing it around the back but it's a sign of a really good a good team that are confident if they are happy to to be confident on the ball. I, I just thought it, <clears> it, it really stood out to me today about how well we did play out the back.
3: Yeah, we sort of mentioned it last week, but do you think it helps quite a bit that there's not a f- fans on the stage and putting pressure on them about those sort of passes? Yeah. Because when you don't have that level of pressure, it's more natural that they can just go, right, I'm going to play my game. I believe in my game. I'm not, I'm gonna not, I don't have all these people... Not booing me, but pressuring me into doing something else. I'm going to do what I've been told because I trust the manager and trust my own abilities.
1: Mm. I definitely say so. I don't know about the other mm. boys, but like for me, you know, if you hear thirty thousand people with an intake of breath because it's been passed back to the keeper, the keeper's obviously going to lump it. Like it's, mm. I feel like it is just kind of a natural reaction when you've got that many people in the fans. Whereas, you know, they they're, they're going to be able to help hear the shout from Ralph. Like Ralph is a very vocal coach you can hear them on the sidelines saying calm or play or man on and stuff like that. And they're comfortable to play because they do it in training. There's no real difference in the amount of people watching in training compared to a game that they play on Saturday. So for me, I, I think the fans do make a little bit of a difference to it. But the more we see it, I, I hope the, the more the fans get used to it. I think it will be really good for the side to progress.
3: And sort of talking about the new players that we've brought in once again, None of our new signings, bar Walker Peters, but I don't really count that, got a start. Do you think now it's a good thing? I think it's a good thing, but do you know think it's going to be very difficult for any of them to come in? Due to the fact that, you know, Diallo was, I thought it was quite good when he came on. He, saw, Definitely. I didn't, think, he didn't play in an actual position, but, you know, he's normally a more defensive midfield and he played in more of an attacking sense, and I think he still made yeah. quite good runs. But do you think it's going to be hard for Diallo now to come in? Because Romero had a fantastic game. Another clean sheet against one of the best teams uh sides in that league means that it might not be next week that Silesu comes in, mm. which I'm happy with because we were very good today. Do yeah. you think, you know, it's a good thing, but do you think you know it's gonna be very difficult for them now to find a There's space in the team?
1: One thing that I can think, and that's a, a Romeo yellow card suspension, possibly mm. could open the doorway mm. to the yellow because we know that Romeo picks up yellow cards, but now, what, what other other boys, what do you think about...
2: So I, I, think, I think half through last season, say January last season, you'd never have thought that Romero would, would stick down in position in the first team keeping out another player who we just signed for, what, is it 15 million?
3: Yeah, Maybe 12 to 15, ra- around, something yeah. about something We'd that. never have
2: thought Romero would keep him out the team, but he's honestly in such good form at the moment and I re- I re- I'm i really pleased to see it. So I always, I've always i always backed Romero as a player because his he, always commitment and his love for the club is really shown when he plays... But it's just, it's just I, I'm happy to see that he's playing well. But I also do like to see new signings coming because obviously Ralph has brought them in for a reason. But as I said, like, I can't I agree with Olius. It the only reason I can see him come in and play is the yellow card suspension, because there's no cup games in the next soon, correct if, if I'm wrong. Until January. Until January, so. But it's, a, it's tough for him to get in, but I hope he does eventually. Mm. But I think it will take its time.
0: Yes, I, I think it's a brilliant thing. I think it's a great thing that these, these new signings can't just come in to the squad mm. and they can't just wander away. And and also, I think people forget like Diallo's twenty one,
1: yep. Salisu's twenty one. They're both still awesome, young yeah.
0: lads. Like we wouldn't expect like a Will Smallbone or an Obafemi to come in straight away and play because they're young lads but because mm. we signed these guys for what a combined 25 million pounds they're expected to walk into the side straight away even though they are still youngsters they've i think diallo's had one season of professional football under his belt in the second mm. division in france like it's mm. not it's not a top professional um experience and also it could still be fitness things we saw when our we have the most points uh, lost from winning positions and that's back to twenty eighteen. That's mm. under Ralph, we still I think it's thirty seven or something like that. And that's probably due to fitness. We we would win start games really, really well, we'd get in front and then fitness wise we would drop. And now this eleven has got the fitness to keep up the high press for ninety minutes. Diallo might not have that. Salisu might not have that. It's not just a mental thing that they have to get to. It's also a fitness thing that they have to get to because it's a really demanding system to play. So mm. I'm more than happy not to see them for a little yeah. while longer because we've got an 11 out there playing really, really well. It's probably the best we've played since like a Cooman's coming or so, like since Cooman days. It's probably the best I've seen us play. Um, and it's just brilliant to see our lads playing well. And it's it's going to be even better when a Diallo will step in or a Solisi will step in because then they will know their job really, really well they'll be fit enough to play in that system and hopefully we can just rotate and it will be the same. We don't want players coming in and it's going to be a weakness. You want a player coming in wanting to play. And that's the same with an Obafemi or an Inderloo or someone like that. If they get their chance, they know that they're going to have to perform at 100%, maybe even more than that, Mm. to even get a sniff into this team. And that's what you want as a manager. You want players needing to perform to the highest level to be able to get into the team. Because I was talking to my mum. And saying, "Will Walcott get back in? What? What will Walcott like? Theo Walcott plays a fantastic game away from Stanford. Uh, away at Stamford Bridge, gets an assist, plays really, really well. Probably our best player on the pitch. Is he getting into the team against Villa next week? And that's that's fantastic. Like, that's brilliant to yeah. have at the club.
3: Yeah, I think it's quite. I think the players know." At the moment, obviously, we don't know the talks behind the scenes. But as two 21-year-old lads coming into an established Premier League team, I think Ralph would have said, "You're not going to get Chuck straight in because we've got a good core squad of players against Tottenham." Don't get me wrong; I think all of us thought Salisa, get him in as quick as possible. You make sure to chuck him in as soon as possible. But the 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 transformation is ridiculous. Like I know we're only four games unbeaten, but they're four. Four tough games, four teams that really caused us challenges last season. I was going to get on, onto it a bit later, but we had Crystal Palace and Tottenham, who we both beat last season. So that's, you know, that's that's something that was frustrating to lose. We didn't play West Brom, so it's sort of hard to count those, despite the fact that we did pick up maximum points against promoted teams last season. But, you know, against Burnley and against Everton, two sides that we lost away and home respectively, we, we won both games so we got back to that we got a point against Chelsea and despite the fact that we won there so we're technically if you think about it on minus two points could compared to last season's results it's I think it's a very impressive start and with four points out of Chelsea and Everton you know we said it's going to be a massive test if we come through that test I know we've not picked up maximum points but four points out of you know what could be two members of the top six this season how impressive really is that where showing where we're going to go
1: We're talking.
2: Uh, <laughs> <That's my laughs> Mike is going to go. How Mike is ready to. What well, was something. I going to go? Okay, I'll so, make Jamie gave the eyes, eyes, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> great thing to, to get performances against teams that we know, like Everton haven't didn't lose until today. Chelsea spent three hundred million pounds during the summer, whatever ridiculous fee it was. I um, brought and we matched them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we we met, they've got one of the greatest premier league goalkeepers ever and we scored three um <laughs> no we we've um we've managed to match them and we've battered everton we matched chelsea and we've battered everton and it's going to be it, it just gets you so excited for the rest of the season it's going to be such a downer when we lose to villa next week but yeah <laughs> <laughs> But like, it's it's so it's so excited because we've had two fantastic performances against yeah a slightly weakened Everton side and not fully strength Chelsea side but still got to beat what is in front of you and we've quietened down the top uh, the second top goal scorer in Bundesliga for the last three years um, no we didn't uh, and then we quietened yeah, down, down Calvert Lewin as well yeah. so at that point was void. You scored twice against <laughs> the top of goal. <laughs> Yeah, we've managed to stop Dominic Calvin Lewin, who's the most in-strong strife in Europe. Ali, strong, on, just
1: on. Goal. I shouted so oh! loud. <laughs> I, I, thought, thought, I thought Che was on. I was going mental. I was like, Stuart's on like one day of training and he still comes in and bangs a goal. I was going mental. And then, yeah, I, like, I knew it was close with the Che Adams one because I knew this player stepped up, but I didn't know how close it was. And I know he played it on. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll see. So- and then... Yeah. Is- I, I was
0: hoping for like a 4 now sort of incident. You know, the <laughs> one at West Ham
1: against Leicester where the
0: clearance is made and the camera just moves across and um, uh, 4 now is the on goal and he's on side. I was yeah. hoping for that, but... Yeah, just the way that he struck that into the bottom corner was mm. fantastic, honestly. Hey, oh,
1: the only thing I don't understand is... Oh, no, go on. You, uh- mm-hmm. no, so, were Yeah, Are you camera. ready to go? Oh okay, no, I was moving the camera. Alright, my bad. I was just thinking that I was talking about like attacking players. I don't know I think it was Sky gave Nathan Redmond as man of the match. Man of the match. Yeah. I like he's still he had an OK game, but for me, I don't think he would have been I could probably name six players that played better he than it. He wasn't
3: in the Saints man of the match list. No like, as in on their Twitter. Do we know what who got the official man of the match? I think Stanley Danny Ings, but well, I'll have to I double be check.
0: On on who scored, they gave it to James Ward-Prowse. Um, <laughs> it it really God. depends on where you want to go. In all fairness, yeah. Uh, I don't I know one set will get it. Things. One simple oh, yeah. to Danny Ings. It but in, in all fairness, swing, on that fantasy so... app, Danny Ings gets man of the match every week, no matter what happens. Yeah. If Southampton win, Danny Ings mm. will get mad at the match. That's just how it will work. Yeah. I look on BBC Sport. I think
1: That's the good. official one, like the the Premier League one, gave it to Danny Ings. Um, mm. But yeah, there we go. Yeah, for me, Redmond's. I don't know. Is it is that too far to say he was probably the worst Saints player? He wasn't <laughs> the worst.
0: Uh, to be fair, you, it, it's not too bad to be the worst Saints player out there no. today because they I'd were get all bad fantastic. The match from Sky. <laughs> yeah, I I, I thought Redmond looked confident on the ball. I thought he looked creative, but he didn't contribute to our two goals. Uh, defensively, he looked good. I think him and Bertrand worked really well as a pair. Yeah,
1: that's um,
0: true. and he did challenge. I, to be fair, he was running at Ben Godfrey. So
3: it could have Norwich been a tough teammate, test for I him. No. I don't, they might not have together.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 think I, I found a a him quite frustrating team, sometimes. Man. I thought maybe it's just me being hypercritical. But I thought a lot of the time there was uh, like, it. just his final decision was, it, it didn't seem like he made the right choice for a lot of the plays he had today. And I don't know whether that's just me, but I, thought I, I think, think Redmond makes it very hard on himself because he does so many successful things before and his final product lets him down a lot of the time. And I know he is mm. much better defensively. And if he wasn't as good defensively, he would be in the same bracket as Bufal. But I think in terms mm. of, yeah, it's just that final product. When we know he can hit it, like Huddersfield last game of season comes to mind. Like, you know, he's clearly got it there. It's just sometimes like, it just doesn't come. I don't know, maybe it was one of those days that it didn't quite come off and he got a man of the match from Sky, so he obviously must have done something well. But I don't know. I I found him a little bit frustrating today. I don't know whether that's just me. Oh, God.
3: M- Michael, do you have the dribbling stats? Uh, have you got any stats on has, I you, I've got it. I've do, got it. Right, man, I know. A, a uh, six, dri- he had six dribbles,
0: um, three tackles, two dispossessions, oh, um, 86% passing uh, success, three shots, none on target. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he had this, yeah, eight dribbles attempted, six dribbles won. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm.
3: Mm. That's pretty good. That's a good little ratio. Because I think most players have three... three most yeah. wingers have three to four. Uh, like the top wingers have well, three Armstrong to four as average. So I think yeah. six, six is like, a good I'll, amount. I'll be just as positive he as it will be There was a moment advantage. in the second
1: half where he dribbled yeah. past about three players and took it down the wing. That's clearly one of the successful dribbles he had. And it's an outstanding piece of play from him, which is exactly why he's in the first mm. team. But I just found like his, his final bit of the possession... Does just sometimes frustrate me. I don't know whether so I'm just expecting a bit too much for him, but I don't know. Oh, no, I, I,
0: you, you want you want your winger to be able to complete a cross, mm. and you want <laughs> your winger to be able to shoot on goal. His three yep. shots today, one of them was quite early on in the game, the cutback from Bertrand, where he should have been getting it on target. He just got trapped underneath his foot a little bit and dribbled wide of the post. Um, mm. The other two, they they were nowhere near either. Yeah. Um, no, he, he it was him. It's all. I
1: think he should have made it 1-0 when he had that chance. I think you were talking yeah. about in the box. he so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh, missed
2: it by a few inches.
1: Yeah, but, but inch, I, yeah. I think that should have been back in there. But hey, it doesn't matter, does it? It, it mm. did go in. Um, we talked about the War well, first goal. Um, second goal, Chad, I thought... I was wondering if he took slightly too long on it because he did kind of do that little stutter and then shot again. Um and it took it, it the defection mm. did put it in, but um got in the back of the net, that's all that matters, right? Yeah.
3: Mm. Oh, just when the ball <laughs> the sound with when the ball hits the back of the net. And it's just I've said I've said it loads of times in the previous podcast, but this squad feels so much different to old ones, even compared to like the, the Pella and the Tadditch sort of days, just the fact that when a player scores, A they look delighted, but B other players look delighted for them. And like back back in the day, it was good it was good to beat teams and almost guarantee you're gonna beat the Boston teams. I know Everton's not, but I'm just saying a lot of teams. But like players like Pedro mm. and Tidic never looked delighted to score. Whereas now when our players score now, I can't think of one straight, like straight faced player when they scored. Everyone's, everyone's happy and happy for each other as well. I remember when Moore Prouse was asking for the ball for Che Adams. Chay Adams smashes it in, and Moore Prouse looks delighted, as it, as he should be, as a player of the same team. But that's not; it's not always like that. So, it's just it's just great to see. It's just the feeling around the squads, the team, the club. It's just, yeah, I, think, I think you've got it
1: really spot on. There is a really nice harmony between the players, isn't there? and it will be difficult for players to come in, but it's breeding competition. I think it's looking really good. Um, and I think it's really nice to see as well. I, I don't know whether you guys noticed this. It seems like Ralph's kind of picking and choosing the time when to press. I think I was kind of pointing it out that it doesn't look like we were pressing as, as intense as last time. But um, there was a few chances. Dannings pressed Pickford when in the last few minutes of the game. So we're still seeing that last minute energy from, from the players. And uh, I think Pickford had to put it out for a throw in, didn't he? I remember, right? mm, yeah. yeah. So you can see there is still that, so, that yeah. pressing intensity when we go, but it looks like we're it's a lot more kind of pushing out wide rather than pushing into mistakes, which is not a bad idea because it means you can if they have to have to go long, you know, we can try and almost press the second ball rather than the first ball. So instead of pressing up intensely in the final third, we kind of we press out wide for them to play the ball long and then press the second ball. I don't know whether, um, yeah, I I just thought it was quite.
3: If you're not doing it every single time, it means that it's a lot more difficult yeah. to predict when we're going to do it. Because if we do it every time, teams teams that are comp- confident mm. and competent on passing the ball out the back will just read it. Like Teams like Manchester City, teams like Liverpool, will know how to get past mm. it every time. When I say that. We scored last season against Liverpool because Adrian kicked it at Danny Ings. But if we do it, if we pick the right moments... It's it's very effective, and a lot of times they had to smash the ball out yeah. for throw-ins mm. because they just didn't know what else to do. It was really
2: interesting seeing how he targeted the right-hand side with Ben Godfrey. So Ralph, I think Ralph knew that um, mm. Ben's not a natural um, natural right-back, and he's or I'm not sure, right or left back. I'm not too sure. Side. Yeah. yeah, he's, at the, he's on yeah. the right. He's not playing the centre. First half, forty-five percent of our attacking players played down the right-hand side. It's how Ralph knows the weaknesses in the side and he's targeting them. It showed the success today. <laughs> I think,
0: we'll be I think, left I left think it's also, it's also right? the fact we that see, you've, got, saw... you've got a James Rodriguez in front of him as well, who we know won't do anything defensively, really. Mm-hmm. He's a flair player. He's not someone mm-hmm. to make a tackle.
1: Ings' assist was under, quote-unquote, pressure from Rodriguez when he kind of pretty much breezed by them, put it on his left foot uh, across the box and then found Che. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I think it's spot on in the fact that... Just, uh, just wondering,
0: line. opinions on the red card. Do you think uh, it was a red,
1: red card? Nearly, if if right. any, like, Everton <laughs> fans are <laughs> the fact it's not a red card, are you mad? That is the, like, I don't understand <laughs> how... How can, you, how can that not be he a red does, card? He does this yeah, one. He's, he's got it... Right. First of all,
3: audio listeners. if he didn't apologize. call an advantage,
1: that's a, that's a yellow card for the first one anyway, because he's caught him and went down on him. And then Walker-Peters has played the advantage, ran on, has caught up to him again put his weight on his ankle until he's gone to the floor and then yeah got given a red card like he's behind the man he's stretched he's caught the foot and he's put weight down on his it's not like he's gone and then it's like brushed off he's put weight down on carl walker peter's ankle like no matter what you say i don't care if he's got two hands up so it looks like he didn't mean it he's put weight <laughs> down on someone's ankle that could snap another day like you know the thing it, i know it's... the most
2: about it was that unshotty after the game was trying to Say so yeah. it wasn't a red card. Uh, it's gonna it. it be a joke Rittner, of a red card. Such an idiot! Sprint.
1: I don't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> did you did you see the after match conference or whatever?
0: Yeah, I did. Go oh, if that's a red dinner. card, the
1: game's gone. Are you mad? He almost broke his ankle. Like what? What were you expecting there? What what was that? Just not even a foul? Was that just a yellow? Like what? What is your solution to that point, Jamie Redknapp? That's so
3: stupid. I don't even understand. Gineppo did it last season. Yeah. No one complains. No. Because it was, it was a red card. It was. Um, and I, VAR I, took... I don't
0: know. The, well, the reason why I, I would give it as a red card, I think that foul's a yellow, in all fairness. Because I don't think he has maliciously tried to take his ankle out. Um, and it, it, it is just stopping a counter-attack. As much as he's put force on his ankle, I still think that's a yellow but I think it's a red because he tried to trip him up about four or t- four or five times before. So yeah. I think it's just a double booking and it turns into a red. Yeah.
1: I, I think it, it, that's
0: what it is. I, it's two actions I, And I of... don't think anyone's thinking about that, is the fact that he hacked his legs the first time when he just hmm. got the ball. Hmm. He then like, started grappling his shirt afterwards, which is a second yellow card. And then he took him down on the back of his heel, which is a third. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it was just a red. It was a red card, but I don't think the isolated incident that mm. is no, it's uh, the, what everyone's the, talking about. It's the passage played. play. Red. Red.
1: Like, mm. It's the first challenge, which was a yellow card and the pull, like you say, and then he's given the advantage, so Dinian knows he's being pulled back for a foul and then he goes back and doesn't learn his lesson and does an even more dangerous challenge on Carl Walker-Peters until he brings him to the floor by standing on his ankle. Like You mm. could give it as two yellow cards, but he just said, no, you're off because you've played, mm. you've done three fouls in one passage, you've done two that were mm. reckless and probably two were dangerous as well that like can mm-hmm. clearly cause an injury if it didn't go right like nice. i was concerned for walker peters when he was on the floor cuz i was thinking he could be out for a, a serious amount he of time from of that job, challenge yeah. you know
0: he probably yeah. will think... be out for next week
1: yeah i or think for me, me
3: i think that that was a straight red and i think the only difference is if it was Two yellow card offences. He he'd to put the yellow out and gone like that, and then put the yellow out and gone like that. Because I'm only saying that because it's two different sort of bans. If it's two poor yeah. yellow card challenges, it's a one yeah. match. If it's one bad one, it's a straight red and a three. So I think, although the, although it was two yellow cards, I think he has given a straight red for that one because it, I know he didn't it mean it. It is dangerous. It
0: is dangerous. It's, I think and it's, and dangerous I it's dangerous play. I think it's
3: dangerous play. For me, it's a red. Mm-hmm. I, fair enough if you don't. But for me, it's it's a red card because he's gone down on his ankle. And that that could break an ankle, so I, th- yeah. I think it's a res. But I can I can see both both sides of both sides of the coin. And VAR took about ten seconds to decide if it yeah if it was a red card or yeah. not. They were very; so it was quicker, quicker than Musa Gineppo's image. red cards, maybe because they didn't get <laughs> a
1: red card straight away for Gineppo. Yeah. But and the people that yeah, would complain so about the clear and obvious VAR, well. VAR took ten seconds to look at it and pretty much confirmed the decision. So if yeah. you're part of those people who say, "Oh, it needs to be done by a certain amount of time." It was done in ten seconds, and he was already off the pitch. And he's kicking mm. lumps out of our tunnel and stuff like that. And I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm not- angry about that. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> see that. yeah. Yeah. What, what, the tunnel. You're embarrassing yourself, mate. You want to mm. break yeah. someone's ankle now? You're kicking lumps out what, of our what tunnel. What do you
2: it is about Everton? And when they when they're losing, they have to feel like they have to take players down. Well, I mean, what sort of mentality do you get in where you have to try right. and cause? It's hard frustration. It's yeah. frustration because
0: they they Mike feel like oh, they, about they, I can. they, they <laughs> feel like that they're better players. they Hammers Rodriguez not. probably is a better player than what we've got.
1: Um, hard work and, beats talent, mate. That's that's um, Atkins. Atkinson used to say that all the time in press conferences. Yeah. Hard work beats talent, and today hard work beat the talent of a World Cup going boot winner or whatever because he won the yeah. up for it, mate. James will like, up for I think it. every. Different.
0: I think ten out of their starting eleven has international caps. Yeah, like they're they're a squad full of internationals. And the thing is, they were probably expecting to waltz. because the media—they all said they were waltzing walking down the St Mary's and they're going to pick up three points quite easily. Yeah, and we've we've not given them a sniff for the entire no. game. They, they haven't every, had every everything. player
1: on that team cost more than twenty million. Yeah, like, midfield and striker were mm. probably over everyone over twenty-five. Like yeah, it, well, I, it, I say, valuation because.
3: Like oh yeah, Calvert-Lewin's technically not. Okay, yeah, maybe Calvert-Lewin. I think Hammers yeah,
0: was, Hammers was 35, wouldn't was... he? I was 35, 35. was
3: 35. Sigurdsson was, was 50. Sigurdsson
1: was 50. Yeah. Godfrey was at least 20. Yeah. yeah. Alan's Yeah. I mean, uh, Bernard, the one that came off the bench, he was about 20, 25 as well, wasn't he? How's Hammers... Pickford? At least 30? Pick yeah, pick
2: 30. 30. Yeah, 30, 35.
3: Yeah,
1: 30, 35. Yeah. 30,
3: 35. He was about 25.
0: So they got a yeah. they got a really good squad and yeah they they probably expected to win and we didn't give them a sniff we didn't even give no. them a game so it 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 was just our fantastic performance and their frustration that did it and you'll mm-hmm. see it with a lot yeah. of players Hammers looked like he was sulking throughout the entire game Jack Grealish yeah. does it he was sulking through a lot of our games against me how many of
2: you took Hammers and out your fantasy team
3: didn't have him to start with <laughs> <the> <laughs> Um, injury and he
0: was. Well,
1: I, I took those. him out, and it means yeah. I could get uh, Kane up front, so I was pretty happy with that. Although I've had an absolute stinker this week as well. I mean, oh, I, uh, Jack, so that really didn't help either. <laughs> Children's produced in back to back weeks, boys. <laughs> That's it
2: I'm I put Bednarek on my bench because um, I thought they could play oh. ch- playing Chelsea or oh, Everton, sorry, this week.
0: Mm.
2: And then I got six points. He sat there, no way he's coming on. I'm oh, um, happy. That
0: uh, I kept walking. No, so. no, no, no one predicted a clean sheet, did they? For us, no one. No, I nose. So like yeah, that's bright
2: so,
1: bright. Exactly. Why would that not surprise? Wait, because <laughs> well, I'm the negative next one.
0: Um, I've got two further points that I want to make. Undelu, I'm very happy to see him. Oh, well, A on the bench and B making his debut because I yeah. think he's think he's brilliant. Um. I've only seen him play once, but he was fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I, I think he, he could be someone to look out for for the rest of the season, maybe getting a couple of appearances. The other thing, the only thing that I fault Ralph on, shaman was stripped off in the oh, 93rd 90- minute. He was stripped off in the 93rd minute. Yeah. And we didn't kick the ball out of play, we kept going backwards and then the last shot
3: fantastically well.
0: I saw Shane Long was him sitting on the sitting on the water box as it ticks over 95 minutes not coming
1: on. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. it's just it's just how upset I am with the fact Shane Long didn't make it on the pitch that my voice just decided hey. to go. Oh,
2: I
0: was I
1: was so upset. I'm sorry <laughs> for Nillan Daly though. Uh, he look, he's a presence which I like a lot more than i was saying a lot of our youth players are about 5 foot 8 and don't really match the physicality of the Premier League so it'd be nice to see a youth player who does come through and have a bit of a, 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 bit, a bit of a different game because it'd be nice we do you know uh, you said about was it Paulson he was quite tall for Red Bull when Ralph mm-hmm. managed them so maybe That's that could so. be a, a slightly different change to the game if we do need to go a bit more direct in the last 10 minutes or so oh, I've you know Mikey's seen one more game than I have of Nulundalu but he put himself about he pushed Pickford when he spilled it you know he pressed <laughs> I don't know I, I, can, I can only judge from about five minutes I could probably tell you the same sort of thing about Diallo like, hmm. I could only see him for about five minutes but they both looked think, quite
0: So I, I found think. it interesting that Diallo came on at right attack with midfield
1: I think they did switch hmm. it near the end though didn't they I think they put a priority out at right mid and um, near the last five because I think it, it just makes a little bit more sense doesn't it but um, it was it, a ball of it, energy it.
3: though I, I really oh, yeah. enjoyed those on for five minutes I, I can see why we paid the twelve million pounds for him because he, he does look good on the ball. Yeah, but he's a twenty-one. He's a twenty-twenty-one-year-old midfielder, and you could already see that he knows exactly what he's doing, which I'd hope for a professional footballer. <laughs> but, again, he, he, he looked like he was, you know, confident player. Which might sound stupid that he's only played five minutes, but he helped in the win against Chelsea last see- last season. Last. The draw against Chelsea last week, winning winning the ball yeah. back, and when we went to go and get a free kick and we scored in this game, you know I, I think he could he could have almost scored. There was two times that Stuart Armstrong just overhit a pass when Diallo was in the box, and maybe mm-hmm. he could have got a shot away, but it thought he forced out a bit too far wide. But encouraging signs.
1: He had a really nice way to pass as well. I don't know if you remember it. He, uh, he had a bit of time, so opened his body out without a touch, which I thought was quite nice, and then just first time kind of dinked it over to Walker-Peters, who was in a pocket of space. That's really helpful in build-up possession if you can just put it straight mm. to the feet. And, uh, you know, if your passing lane's blocked and you can not just dink it over the player and bring it to out wide, it's that, it's that touch of class that means if he is under pressure, he can find the right pass, whereas sometimes... Romeo, if he is under pressure from an opposition player, he might not exactly find that that pass under pressure. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's, it's definitely encouraging signs of a of a the young lad coming in. It'll be it'll be exciting to see, won't it? Yeah, thumbs up from Mikey. Oh, this shit. is audio; they cannot see. <laughs> um, uh, so, what else is there? Anything else to cover, or have we done it, Jericho? Do I forgot I think... to
3: say: fifty-eight cool. minutes after fifty-eight minutes, Everton didn't have a shot. That was Ooh, some score. We're starting up today, aren't we? The last 32 know. minutes what, of boys, the game. I say,
2: we, we are pushing up that Southampton Podcast um, league <laughs> table. <laughs> We're yeah. sixth start of season. We're content number one. Watch yeah. out course, probably- the FC podcast.
1: <laughs> but what we do need your help with is reviews as well. So if you have got this far and you have enjoyed the podcast, make sure you do leave a review. It takes 30 seconds. Just go to the bottom of the feed and just leave a review. Tell us what you like, what you want us to do more. Tell us what you want us to, uh, you know, to kind of include. And uh, yeah, do we have any um, people who left a review last time?
2: Not yet, but cool. we've come up to our 100th episode. Oh, so yeah. let us know what you'd like us to do or discuss. And we really appreciate some feedback.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, if you- Time um, the anniversary of our first ever reaction podcast. That's true. Isn't yeah, it? we're be-
3: we're in better voice than this time last yeah. year. Or well, te- technically, we're only about fourteen nil down this time last year. I will say that we're probably about four nil down by this time. Was it four yeah. nil or five nil at half time last
1: year? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for somewhere, but yeah,
3: It was four or five. But I'm in better <laughs> mood. I'm in a better, I mood. I'm not in
0: getting... a better
1: I mood. I think <laughs> we're definitely much better mood. I think we're.
2: Mentioned like six or seven times during mm. the actual Sky uh, Sports podcast. Well, so. Also, I love the Southampton admin blocking Leicester for the day. You <laughs> love to see it. Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> not no. raining either. So that's better as well. Oh, that's good.
1: Even for Derby, that's quite good. It's not raining. Oh, no, it's, it's
3: been a lot better oh, this right? year for weather. Anyway. It's yeah.
0: it's
1: oh. Derby yeah, I, I, a... I mean, I think we're a lot more confident, a lot more happy than we were last year. I mean, yeah. oh, I we say
2: Ollie. shouting <laughs> down <laughs> the mic
1: about how bad the game was. <laughs> the league and now we're winning it that's just how it's happening a, no. a year ago a to,
2: oh it's boys incredible. do you hear another fun fact the League football's calling as well so do you yes, know, I mean. another fun fact um the last time we um had 10 points within six games was the 2014-15 season do you remember what happened then <laughs> i kind of forgot okay, the last so, bit do, do we finish um, sixth that year or was that the season we finished after? seventh I think that
1: six? that must have been Pochettino, wasn't it? 2014. The
2: Europa League, mate. What can I oh. say? It's written in the stars. It's a million wow, that miles seems away. A long time
1: ago. <laughs> wow, there you go. Um, wow,
2: a massive chat <laughs> <laughs> can fit into this podcast. This yeah, right. I know. We've got it. Anyway, yes. let's just let's, let's stop the pain for, the, for anyone who's still listening. Thank you very much hey. for listening. And same we'll same see pain. you next time. Why are well, you being so negative? What's the <laughs> pain? <laughs>
1: Let's not not do that. Let's end it on a bright note because we're in a good mood because we're near Europa League and it's time to celebrate. So if you haven't checked out that promotion for Beer 52, make sure you go do it. Like I say, leave a review, check out all our socials, make sure you're subscribed to any Podcast channel you are and uh, make sure yeah you're with all our socials as well. Make sure you keep up to date with anything that goes on. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Harry, say goodbye to the people.
2: Goodbye to the people. Nice, Jamie. Goodbye, everyone. I love you all.
1: Oh, and Mikey, give us a send off. Bye. Nah. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next time. Southampton in Europa.
2: Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> okay.
1: Surely that's right, not. Allowed. I'll do a... I'll do like we, we were on go. seven
2: points. We won. We won this game. Means we we're on nine points. Some quick seven plus
3: here. three is ten. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God, it's,
0: that's because, it's recorded us, as well. You
2: would We
3: no! <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, <laughs> got the recording ones. Yeah. Well, that's for the that's for the second, the two year anniversary. The anniversary, yeah. there If there only Jamie knew how to record video,
1: then we could have. Well, that could video be the intro. Well. I
3: could think be. that should be the
1: intro. <laughs> I could do I'll a little outro stuff. So so
3: it
2: i just get an no, AMS no. on them.